Welcome to another episode of Hello, This is Experience Calling. I am your host, Michael Hausknast, and today's topic is something that most Americans, especially male Americans, tend to shy away from. It's often referred to as self-care, although hipper names for it may be the Japanese term of ikigai or the Danish buzzword of uh, hugge. All of us have been affected by the coronavirus in ways small and large. And if there's one good thing that may be coming out of this awful pandemic, it's a greater focus on ourselves. It's the sudden realization that a three-hour commute every single day is not normal. That spending more time with our children, spouses and friends is in fact a good thing. That taking a few minutes for yourself every day is beneficial and healthy. A little over a year ago, when I started to work from home, my routines changed for the better. My wife had just retired and I no longer faced a daily commute, so we decided to make the most out of that time by not just filling it up with more work. For starters, I slept an hour longer, and as any doctor will tell you, getting more sleep as a working adult does wonders for you. Second, my wife and I committed to an hour of exercise every day. Early in the lockdown, that limited us to taking walks, but as things loosened a little, we could also return to our beloved tennis and living in Southern California, swimming outdoors, no matter the time of year. Lastly, I used that third hour each day that was no longer spent commuting, doing more work. Since my commute isn't all that unusual, at least in California or New York, my and many other employers were getting a windfall, more productivity out of their workforce and a better adjusted workforce. This all sounds pretty simple and logical, but I recognize that this approach may not work for everyone. So the real key to self-care is flexibility combined with discipline. I know very few people who don't at some point or regularly feel totally overwhelmed and just can't add one more thing to their to-do lists. The point is not to keep adding things, but to let go of things. Americans, more than any other people, know how to fill every moment of every day with an activity. It seems we feel super guilty if we don't have something to do all the time. As a child, I remember lots of free time that I could make use of however I wanted. Some days that meant reading a book or drawing or playing with my toy cars, model trains or action figures. Other days it might have been riding my bike, getting in on a pickup soccer game or just daydreaming. Compare that with your own children today or just think about your friend's children if you don't have any of your own. How many sports teams are those kids on, constantly traveling to games and practice? How many play dates are you arranging 
and then taking the children to? How many other things are your kids enrolled in that require your attention, at least as chauffeurs? Have you ever asked yourself, or your children, when is it enough? Or better, when is it too much? And this is just one part of your life. Then there's work, where we firmly believe that we must be on call 24-7. Unless you are a first responder or own the company, you're not indispensable. None of us are. And that means you can stop looking at emails at all hours of the day and night. Now, think about replacing one current activity with something for just you. Make an appointment for yourself with yourself, whether that's going for a walk, meditating, reading a book for leisure, or even taking a bubble bath, doesn't matter. What does matter is that you make it part of your daily routine. Pick more than one thing to do so you can be flexible about the what you do, but be disciplined enough to always keep the commitment to yourself. You will be a better parent, spouse, friend, and colleague, which everyone around you will appreciate. And keep this discipline once the pandemic is over. Let's not bring bad old habits into the new normal. Until next time, stay healthy and be well.